Hey guys, welcome to Nuff Chattins. This is your host, Rosalie. And I'll have my kids who will be a part of this podcast. But right now we're just going to deal with the fact that I've decided to do a podcast. So let me give you a little background on this podcast that I'm doing. It's called Nuff Chattins with me, your host, again. I've decided to do a podcast because I feel like it's my way of communicating with the world, with things that I care about, how I feel about different things. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people can relate with what I'm going through and what I'm dealing with. So I felt like it was good to come up with this idea to push it forward. The title of Chattins, it comes from the fact that I have a Jamaican background. I was born in Jamaica, um, raised by my mom. My father was around, but they weren't together. Like most people, he's, you know, he's a good father, I guess the best of his ability, but my mom is definitely one that holds everything down. She made sure that I'm always good, even now that I'm 40 years old, and yes, I'm not afraid to tell my age, 40 years old, she's still making sure that she holds everything down and she got our backs. So, um, let me give you a little background on who I am. I am, I was born in Jamaica. We um, spent some of my childhood there. I came to the United States when I was 11 years old. And like most immigrants, you know, your parents come here to make a better life for themselves. But my mom, she is like the true diehard of everything else. I mean, like everything. My mom came here and she worked. I mean, she did the job, the sleeping in job. Most island people will know what I'm talking about. I'm not sure if anyone else can relate maybe maybe europeans would have it have um understanding but she did the sleeping in job where she went and stayed with whether it's the child or an adult make sure they're okay while myself i would stay in brooklyn with my grandmother my uncles and my aunts and my brothers and sisters stayed in jamaica i have four siblings two brothers two sisters you guys will get to hear about them as each episode go along and eventually I'll get them to come on the show so we can, you know, we have great banter by the way, but you'll get to see that or hear that as time goes on. So we came to this country in 1991. My mom brought myself. I came with my mom, my uncles and my aunts. Um, I left my siblings back in Jamaica. They stayed with um, family members. Because, you know, during that time, that's what we do. And I think people still do that now. But more or less, people are just trying to get visas to come to the States now. But back then, it was like, can you imagine leaving Jamaica at the age of 11 and coming to the United States? I was beside myself. I'll never forget the first time like when I came and I was, I thought I was fly. My mom had me dressed in these acid wash, high water jeans with ankle socks with the frills on the bottom and black shoes. So, you know, I felt that I was styling and profiling because that's what my grandmother sent down from New York for me to wear up. And my mom and my aunt had matching outfits. <laughs> They had matching outfits because as grown as they are, my grandmother felt the need to have them in matching outfits. Um, my uncles were dressed normally. And I remember when we came off the plane, it was in April, April 15th to be exact. And when I came home, when my grandfather brought me home, 
I saw snow for the first time. I almost lost my mind. It wasn't no massive snow. It was like a little sheet of snow on top of the car. And I didn't know what to do with myself. And by the way, it was cold. It was so cold. But it was just a shock to my my island surroundings. Because, you know, you wake up in the morning in Jamaica. It's beautiful and hot. You know, you could go to the beach whenever you want to. Comparing to coming here. And now all of a sudden I have to be wearing jackets. So that definitely was a blow to my... Um, to my culture my culture shock um anyway we lived with my grandmother my grandparents my grand aunt downstairs and her family so we kind of had like a little tenement yard in new york i didn't even know those exist <laughs> but clearly it did and it was really awesome to have like my my uncles and my aunts with me and my mom and eventually everybody started branching out and i made friends with my neighbors that's when let me tell you something. When you don't know something, you just don't know something. Because I had no idea, other than what I knew in Jamaica, that there's other islands out here. Like Guyanese, Trinidadians, Haitians. Um, those are just the top, the ones off the top of your head. Um, people from Trinidad and Tobago. You know, all these different, Grenada, all these different variety of people. Spices of life. I had no idea because other than what I knew in Jamaica, I didn't know anything else about that. You know, when you hear about going to far and you think, I don't know what you was thinking. More like, you're going to go experience this outer body experience. I don't know. It was just, it's just one of those type of things. But I remember I came and I met my neighbor. She was so awesome. You know, she was Guyanese, beautiful girl. And she had beautiful hair. She had beautiful skin. She was just gorgeous. And I felt like I didn't compare to her at all. But it's not... I mean, you you felt... In Jamaica, you had those issues also where you felt like... You know, she, you're not as pretty as this person. You're not as... Whatever the case is. But this girl, she was gorgeous. And I made friends with the guys on the block and other girls. But it wasn't so... You know? Me and her kind of really blend together i guess because we both came from the islands knowing that she came from guyana and i came from jamaica but it was such an awesome thing you know but i'm not gonna lie to you it, it definitely gave me a culture shock and growing up in brooklyn it was just awesome i've done some pretty shitty things that i'm pretty sure my mom hear this she's gonna have her eyes open like look a girl oh where did i know but guess what? When you're bad, you're bad. But I'm not bad anymore. <laughs> I'm an adult now. But you'll get to hear all these wonderful things about how I grew up in Jamaica and did the transition to Brooklyn. And I've been in Brooklyn now for 20-something years. I've been trying to move out of Brooklyn for so long, and it still hasn't happened yet. In this podcast, you'll hear about my ups and downs, my wins and my loss. Um, things that affect myself and my family, things that are affecting around affecting all of us around the world. Well, I won't get too in-depth because I don't have too much knowledge of politics and I really don't like going into politics. But just, you'll get to hear my point of view on certain type of things. But right now, I'm just really super excited. And also on this podcast, you'll get to hear my amazing kids because I try to include them on everything. 
you hear a little bit of bad word now and then, but it's not going to be solely about that. And I just want you to know that I don't I don't hide anything from my kids. I keep them very up, uh, informed about what's going on. I don't talk to them like babies. I let them know what's going on because guess what? If I don't let them know, somebody else is going to let them know, and then it might not be the right thing. So not to say that I always know the right thing, but I'm still learning, and I'm bringing them along with my journey. Um, I have two amazing kids. I'm married. Um, my husband is a pain in the ass, but, you know, I love him none the same. As you can hear, I live in Brooklyn, where you know it's, it's never quiet. You hear police siren, you hear, you hear ambulance chasing, you hear Manotaroda Agya, everything. But on this podcast, you'll get to get a little bit of mixture of the Jamaican Yadi and the, the American twang, okay, because... If you ask my mother, I was speaky-spooky from when I was little, okay? She used to always say I act like I'm the one that come from foreign. But, you know, so it go. You try to adjust to your surroundings. And I think I made a great adjustment to being an American, a Jamaican-American. Or Jamaican, as they call us. But, um, you know, I'm getting excited about this podcast because... I just feel like I always have so much to say and I don't have an outlet. I feel like I'm always being censored. And that's the one thing I don't want to be. I don't want to be censored. And I think that's my biggest issue at times because I tend to speak as soon as the words come to my mouth without even thinking about it. And I think it's a, this is a great ch- channel for me to channel all those thoughts and and the concepts that goes on in my mind. Sometimes I think I'm going a little crazy, but that's what makes you unique. And I'll even touch on mental um, health issues because I think we all have a little something, you know what I mean? Something off with us, but some might agree, some might not agree, but that's my honest opinion. But this podcast is going to be so awesome and right now I want to just get into you know, just the first part of it. Um, I gave you a little description. Um, This podcast will be solely about things that's happening around me that's affected me and my family my friends and even people want to know I don't business I'll talk about whatever I want to talk about because it's my podcast but in the same token this introduction podcast this first episode I want it to be about who I am so again my name is Rosalie I decided to um to do this podcast called Nuff Chattings because I love to run my mouth in a great way and I know that you're going to enjoy it so let's start Rosalie born in Jamaica um, in 1979 and yes I'm giving you my age because I have no problem with my age okay I've lived a very decent life and it's only going to get better from here on out Um, one of my favorite actors Idris Elba I I love him so much and Manose married and I'm married but I'll always love him he, um, I remember he did a special, and there was these people that are, you know, in their up in their age, and he asked them like, "Why didn't you do this?" And they said like, "Oh, you know, I was afraid to, or it's too late." And he said what he said to them really resonated with me because I was like, you know, maybe I'm too old to be doing certain things, or maybe it's past my time. But he said, "It's never too late for you to try to accomplish whatever you want to accomplish." Okay. Until God take the breath out of you, you always have time to do whatever you want to do. Whatever it is. Like, I feel like I miss my calling. 
But based on what he said, it's like you never miss anything. Nothing is missed because guess what? You're still alive. You're still capable of doing it. So that's one of the reasons why I push myself to say I'm going to try to do this podcast because it's something I want to do. Just like I want to be an actor at the age, the ripe old age of 40. I want to do all these things with two small children. Well, they're not that small. They're six and nine. They're like two adults just because of the way I deal with them. But coming back again, Rosalie, born in Jamaica in 1979 to a teenage mom you know it's so funny like it's okay back in that time it was probably okay for a 20 year old boy to be dating a 16 year old girl but now that shit is called statutory rape so daddy you're rape mommy <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's not what they were thinking at that time in 1979 she was just being a little fast ass but I thank her every day for not dashing me away, right? No abortion here. My mother gave birth to five amazing children, and I am number one, okay? All my other siblings, I love you guys, but always remember that I am number uno, un numero uno. Remember that. So, born to my mother and father. My mother's name is Joan. My dad's name is Balford. That's a straight Jamaican name coming in my ear. Nobody else named that before in my life. Balford, Okay? Um, they met in Kingston. You know, I guess he must have saw this tall, lanky girl and was like, oh, my Afe guitar. And so said, so done. Because nine months later, I was born. This amazing little girl. First child to my mom. My grandmother took me over completely. And it's so amazing to me. Because when I look at my grandmother and my mom, it's funny because I call them both mommy. So when we're in a room, all of us together say, Mommy, they all, they both answer. And I'm like, no, not you, you. Not you, the other one. And it's it's so funny to me up until this day. But born in Jamaica, grew up in like a gangster part of Jamaica. It was called, where I grew up was in 21 Somerset Avenue. Um, I don't remember exactly the name of the place right now. But, you know, bad things happen over there. And... From a little girl, I've always been like very inquisitive, fast in our people business. Just want to know what's going on. And I started drinking from early. When I was little, my grandfather used to give me rum and milk. White rum. Okay? Jamaica, 100 proof rum and milk. The nicest thing in the world. Okay? Now, I cannot tolerate nothing. Wine gets me drunk. I can't take no hard liquor. Period. But... Fun times in Jamaica. I had a best friend growing up. Her name was Sedana. And you would think that we were so inseparable. Like, anywhere I was, she was. And I remember um, my grandmother was moving out of the ghetto because she wanted to, you know, be in a little bit more upscale place. Because my grandmother did a bushy, you know, because that the woman they work at Newport or Freeport, someplace near the wharf where she dressed up in her our sexy clothes and our shoes and our makeup and ear well titivate up you know for those that don't know what titivate up mean mean she get nice and look extra pretty i remember her going to work and i'm you know i'm my grandmother's late daughter like i'm more like her youngest child than her granddaughter but you know that you'll get to know more about her later and i remember one night we were moving we were packing up to move to our new home and my best friend Sedona got hit by a car. 
Like, I'm 40 years old, and I'm pretty sure my mom don't even remember that, but that was crazy for me, you know? And she's never been the same ever since that. She's never been the same. You hear my background? Outside, Brooklyn, always full of nice, always issues going on. Trust me, nothing ever easy out here. But I remember when Sedona got hit by a car, and that, I will always remember that. Like, my heart was broken, Okay? And we move, and we I kind of got got lost in the process, and but my mom kept in contact with everybody, so we always knew what was going on. But me and Sedona was never the same. And sometimes, looking back at it, I'm like, was I really a good friend? But as a little girl, you wasn't even thinking about that. You know what I mean? You move, you find new friends, and you move on. But we move to this like a, you know another a decent place I say I don't know exactly but I know it was in Kingston and I lived with my grandmother and my grandfather and my aunt and my uncle um when my grandmother got through to come to America I moved with my mom and my mom we had um my mom had my sister Diamond which is the terrorist of the family as she would tell you herself but you'll get to talk to her later on. And it's me and her all the way through. And then my little brother Damien come through. We grew up in, um, we spent most of our childhood in Cumberland in, in Portmore. And then we, we moved to um, to Portmore section. So we was in Cumberland. Cumberland is like a couple of, I want to, we'd say blocks in New York. But I look a while from... Portmore, where Vibes Cartel is from. Y'all know who Vibes Cartel is. Let's get it together. But we from we grew up in Cumberland, where we met friends, and we we were living with my godfather, Mr. Pete, flyest man in the world. Mr. Pete put me on to so much thing as a little girl. I remember on Saturdays I used to go meet him at the bar. Okay. And let me tell you something. This is not no pedophile business in Okay. In the department, something. I mean, it was a real big man I was a lookout for you make sure say alright my godfather was a business okay the business and again I lost touch I don't know what happened to him I don't know if Mr. P is still alive nothing but I know that if when I go back to Jamaica I'm going to look him up and see if I can reach out to him or find out if you know if he passed away or whatever the case is but real Jenna it was my grandmother one time boo you understand remember I tell you him dress like dress post Mr. P was the man. He used to have on those, you know, those Cuban shirt, the ones that you know has the four pocket, one one pocket on each breast, and then it's called a Bushman jacket. But oh my God, it was definitely trash. He was the boss. You hear me? He was the boss. His style was awesome. He had his hat, the Bushman jacket, in gentleman shoes, and in pants, Chris. All right. But me used to go meet Mr. P at the bar. He used to get me oysters or mussels, one of them. The something them with them shook and then put hot sauce on it. And then you eat, you just swallow that down. And he used to buy me things. So, you know, so I feel like a big woman in a bar with Mr. P. Come here, I'm just uh, enjoy everything with them. You understand? And it was just an amazing experience. Amazing experience. My mom... Me and my mom, my brothers, my brother and my sister, 
Marsheen and my brother Damien. You'll get to talk to him also. He's so awesome. I would suggest, I wish everyone had a brother like, like mine. He's cool, calm, and collective. He don't make nothing stress him out. And even if it does stress him out, he don't take it out on nobody. He kind of just knows how to deal with his own shit. You understand? But growing up with them was a riot. Let me tell you something. You see my sister, Mark Diamond? She is a terror. She was the kind of kid that when my mother beat her, she used to run outside in the dirt and roll her body in the dirt like a like a madawan. And I don't see the we didn't know what the point was, but I guess that's just her way of dealing with the beating. Like she thinks that rolling in the dirt, the beating gonna come off her. But that's what made it so awesome. Like there's so much stories to be told about our childhood, you know? And it's just something I'm looking forward to discussing with you. Um, I have a, si a little sister. Her, I call her Smitty. I would call her Bones because she was so tall and skinny. Basketball fanatic. You know, and then we have a little brother. His name is Yanni. Cutest kid you ever seen. Amazing eyes. Nice skin complexion. But his hair is like steel wood. And he does not like to comb it. You'll also get to talk to him also. And my nephew, Romaine. He's pretty awesome. He think he's a basketball star, but, you know, let him live. I'm going to let him live. Um, my mom is pretty awesome. I know everybody said this about my, their mom, but my mom, oh, my God. Like, she is phenomenal, okay? She makes sure all five of us is always okay. Always okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm doing this podcast. Not only because I want to get myself out there, but also so I can provide a better life for myself and for my mom. You understand? She deserve it. She work her ass off to make sure we're okay. And I just think it's only fair that as kids, we try to make sure that our parents are good. You know, especially when your parents them move heaven and earth for y'all. You understand? And that I could say about my mom. She move heaven and earth. She she moved all mountains for us, period. No second guessing it, no nothing. She's just that kind of person. Um, what else? Uh, you'll definitely hear the the Jamaican come in, the patois, and then you'll hear the Yankee, as they call it. They tell me that I'm too stush, but they don't know what they're talking about. My sisters and my brothers and their friends, they'll tell me I'm too proper. Or my Oreo cookie, but I don't believe in that. Listen, I'm the kind of person that have ver make sure my I'm the kind of person I keep I said that already, but I make sure that I could fit into every little crowd. You understand? Whether it's the bougie crowd, the ghetto crowd, the nerdy crowd, the book crowd, whatever it is, I just like to know that I'm able to be well versed that way. You understand? You don't want to be just one sided, and that's why I'm pushing for this podcast. Guys, I'm telling you, listening to this podcast, it will definitely keep you entertained. As I said, my kids will be on, on this podcast as well, so you could also have your kids listen to them. They'll be able to share with you like their days, their thoughts on certain issues, and I'll bring it up to them, and they'll give you the feedback. But I honestly think that this podcast is going to be completely awesome, something new and refreshing, because I don't think that there's anybody out there for, for, like us where we have the Jamaican background and... You know, you get a look of spice and everything. And let me tell you something. I, once I'm clear, I'll make sure that I'm able to 
have a little bit of music and I'm trying to make it as authentic as possible. I know most Jamaican, most people when they hear Jamaican, they think Bob Marley and that is great and wonderful. But there's so much more to Jamaica. And all Jamaicans do not smoke weed, period. Let me let you know that from now. That's a big stereotype that all Jamaicans smoke weed and that's not true because I don't smoke weed, okay? But that's just a part of what you're going to be getting on a daily basis with this podcast. You're going to get a mixture of different things and I'll make sure that I try to, you know, keep everybody entertained and everybody happy to want to listen to my podcast, to want to, you know, share me with other people so they can listen to to the podcast. Um, this is something that I'm very excited about. I'll be able to talk about everything that's that's going on for me personally. I can't talk about things that affect other people because it's not my experience. But I'll bring my thoughts and my opinions on everything because I so much the my hours of an opinion about everything. That's just who I am. I can't help myself, you know. Cause trust me, when you get me started, I don't know when to stop. Them always tell me some I don't know when to stop. Like. Don't know. You understand? But those are the things you're going to hear on this podcast. I'm looking forward to talking to everyone. And I really hope that you guys tune into this show again. It's This is my first recording. And it's probably not going to be... Um, my others will be a lot longer. I just want to give you a little taste of what's going to be coming your way. Again, it's going to be myself, Rosalie, and my kids, Connor and Gabrielle. And we'll be talking about everything. They'll have their own little segment. And the rest will be all adult stuff. Okay? But I want them to be included so they'll see other kids will be able to listen. And, you know, just get an idea and probably experience the same things they're experiencing. Go through the same things they're, ex- they're going through. And we're also trying to put up, you know, we're trying to get our YouTube channels channel together as well. So stay tuned for all that wonderful stuff. And we're looking forward to doing, um, for you, for your viewing, actually for your hearing. Because you can't see a podcast, you only hear a podcast. So from yours and ours, um, we give you lots of blessing, wish you all the best. And Nuff Chattins will be here for as long as you guys want to hear it. And big up to every Jamaican, every island person, everybody that loves people from the islands because we are the real deal. Alright, so until our next recording, this is Rosalie with Nuff Chattings.